definitely recall another one, like, in, you know, I think it was in 85, like, when all that androgynous was going on. And what was wild was that the guy who looked the most like, like a bitch was getting all the women. Even I had the jerry curls coming out, and I had my stick to the side and all that. If you wearing baggy now and you acting hard, if you from L.A., you motherfuckers wearing some, some strange we in the club, we get our groove on shaking it up. And Prince came in. That's when Purple Rain came out and, and Prince was the You know what I'm saying? Prince had on like a, it was like a Zorro type outfit. It had the ruffles that come down in the front. He had the big perm flushed out and all that. And, and mustache and everything that was drawn on his face. And it looked like something that a figure skater would wear. You know what I'm saying? And he was with his whole crew, and he had this other cat uh, named Mickey Free. And Mickey Free was like the new cat in Shalimar that when he joined the group, I heard mad cats like, yo, Shalimar got a new, new girl in there, man. That bitch firing like a monkey. He's talking about Mickey Free, man. Okay? Mickey Free is not a girl, all right? They came over where we was at. Prince started talking to my brother. Hello, Eddie Murphy. Prince, what's up? I'm a big fan of your comedies. Ooh, that's hot, man. Would you like to come to my house and listen to some music? Ooh, that's cool. Fruity, get the car. Assemble your crew. I'll be outside. <laughs> we went up there. We get there, he puts the tracks on the tracks, we're slamming. You know what I mean? We listening to the music and everything. We grooving at the crib. They had girls over there. Yeah, nice environment. It was, it was, it was tight. This bores me. Is anyone up for a game of basketball? <laughs> How about you and your friends versus me and the revolution? <laughs> so I was like, this must be joking, man. He, I, don't, I don't know where he's going with this, but he was dead serious. He had his uh, helper or whatever go and get some like shorts and sneakers and gave them to us and laughing i'm like this is gonna be funny ass so they come out right and i look at them and um they still got on the same they was wearing at the club <laughs> it was wild and i was like i know they ain't thinking about playing ball and that but they were i, I said hey you know what you know we're gonna call this the shirts against the blouse. <laughs> and when I said that, this look came on his face. Uh -uh. He ice grilled me. Uh -uh. And I'm looking back at him thinking to myself, you know, what are you angry about? I mean, you know where you got that shirt from. <laughs> and the damn show sure wasn't the men's department. I mean, I kind of learned something that day. Don't never judge a book by its cover. This cat could ball, man. Play ball. He was crossing cats, like I was crossing me up. Then my knees slammed together. He was getting rebounds like Charles Barkley, snatching it down. Shoot the J. Shoot it! He's trying to play. Computer blue. Darling picky. They was kind of setting these fruity picks, man. You know what I'm saying? Like you be trying to check Prince, and then you got this cat standing behind you, and he's getting close to you, and his hands is out like this. You don't really want to be bent over in front of a cat like that, you know what I'm saying? 
Prince was incredible. <laughs> Prince, you got a towel, man? It's kind of hot out here, man. Why don't you purify yourself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka? <laughs> Good. In your face, Charlie Murphy. Good. Good hustle. Yo, man, I'm not on your team. I mean, it wasn't even like it was close. It was a landslide victory. Game. Blouses. I was there, I seen it. You don't believe me? You think I'm making it up? You think I'm trying to, uh, you know, enhance the story because I'm involved? I'm trying to give myself an excuse for losing because I'm telling you a story about Prince. I dare you to challenge Prince to a game of ball one-on-one. Challenge him! Right? And make sure your people is there to see the game because you might get embarrassed. Trust me. All right, he beat you in basketball, and then what happened? After it was all over, he took us in the house and served us pancakes. Well, I gotta admit, um, it's a good game. I wish I could say the same for you and your crew of flunkies. Do you guys want some grapes? I mean, you know, there's some great storytellers in the world that we live in today, man. Bitches. <laughs> make up that. This is a gas station story. I do, I do kind of want to hear it. <laughs> you say, let's just go. <laughs> I kind of do want to hear it. Yeah, um, oh, shit. You know, I was up. Um, actually, I was, laying, I was laying in bed. Barbara called me and said, hey, uh, I'm, about, I'm on my way to the shop right now. It's like 7.30 in the morning. I'm like, all right, man, I'm on my way. Go over to the barber shop. Barbara's not there. So I'm like, man, I need to put some gas in the truck. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't have that much. I ain't had that much money right, like at that point, because I had not been out like hustling at that point. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I just literally got up. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, all right, let me just go to the gas station. I'm gonna just go put five dollars in the tank real quick. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I can just sit outside while I'm waiting for the barber. Mm-hmm. I go to the gas station. Now, I also get gum at almost every gas station I go to, so I go get. I, I That's, walk just, like, just, your That's thing. just my thing. Like sure. I just go get some gum. Like the TJ signature. Yeah, like I go get me some spearmint. Walk in, you know, the girl is right there. Like she said it. Like she 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 saw me when I pulled up. Yeah. And I know she heard me when I pulled up because my music was like like. <laughs> and I was playing I was playing Bow Wow. I ain't gonna even cap. Like <laughs> today I was playing Bow Wow in the car. <laughs> and, 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 and that's what I was playing. That's what I was playing. Come on now, you asked for that one then. That's what I was you, playing. You, you asked for this then. But you know, cause I, I saw something on Facebook like people was trying to discount Bow Wow like as if he was uh, a legend or not, yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. I'm like, man, nah. this place in history, yeah, you know. Yeah, no, like man, I'm finna play. I'm finna play Bow Wow real quick, man. <laughs> so I'm playing Bow Wow. I pull up to the gas station and um. <laughs> She's so entertained right now. She's so entertained. 
<laughs> She's like, I want to see what the viewers right? see. <laughs> so what you call it? So, yeah, I pull up playing Bow Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, I ain't turning it down for nobody because I was actually rocking out too. I'm for like, sure. damn, I'm in some hits. For sure. Walk into the gas, but I saw her when she looked at the truck when I pulled up. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, so she finna beg for some money. Like, I, you know how you can tell. You, you see it coming, right? You see it you coming. Know, you can tell when somebody finna ask about some money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I, I go, I go and I, I walk into the gas station. You know, I go, I go get my gun. I walk out, and she's starting to walk out too. Mm. But she timed that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like. I guess she thought I was finna order gas. I don't know what she thought I was really finna do. Yeah, yeah. But I, you know, it throw people off. Like, I came in, got my gum, and I left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I'm at the tank, you know, putting the card in, getting everything together. The, the music is still going in the truck. <laughs> yeah. Like, all I, so all I do sometimes when I pull up to certain gas stations, like, if I know where I'm at. You just leave the car running. No, I, I just put the battery on. True, So yeah, I turn yeah, it so yeah. that it's not burning right, right, the gas. Right, 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 but right, I like right. to hear my music still. True shit, true shit, true shit. So... Car, you know, hearing the music. I'm listening to the music, mm-hmm. putting in the pin up, like getting the gas ready. I see her come around the car, like around uh, the back of the car. So I'm like, all right, she finna come up here ask for some money real quick. Uh, but she said something, and the way that she said it to me, it, made you it wasn't a money question. Right. It made you actually listen to it. Yeah. It made, <laughs> you know, I got my hat on. It's kind of cold uh, out. The music going. I'm listening to the music, and I hear something like. Duh, 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 duh. I'm like, what'd you say? Skip that what? Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, what? So I lift the hat up. Uh-huh. I'm like, what'd you say? She like, uh. I'm like, wait, what? What did you just say? Like, <laughs> like what? What did come you just closer. say? Like, come, like, come, come closer. Cause she's not asking me for money. I know uh-huh. she's not asking me for money. So, what are you saying? Uh, I, I give you some hair for a dub. <laughs> what? <laughs> now I paused for a second, only a quick second, because like I was like you considered it, you thought about it. <laughs> I did think about it. I did think about it for a split. Like I thought about it for a split second. Like it was a split second because it was like I, I think my brain was trying to register what was really said to me. Like 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 oh you you trying to you um, you're trying to like okay. But but then I was thinking to myself like I ran so really quickly in my head I ran through every account in uh, my head like you, wow like you trying to figure out where you could have pulled twenty yeah like, oh. should I should I should I exercise this real like oh. I ain't never had that I ain't never had that offer to me before like I ain't it. never had nobody talk about budgeting, no. budgeting head I've bro. never but I've never had nobody like propose that to me like that so. <laughs> live this type of life every day you know so depending who you are depending who you yeah, are depending on who you are so and i'm like you know today is a press day i got my part like it, maybe this is just part of a good day like <laughs> like maybe this is a blessing because i ain't gonna i ain't gonna lie the night before i was showing my head like damn i really like want something like and it just, <laughs> so like i'm thinking like i'm thinking like man so you manifested some head this the, man, today. the man upstairs put some like through, put some right? and i just say you know what nah uh so I said, no, nah, baby, I'm good. So the que- so so the question that nah, I think I, my I, listeners and your I, viewers want to know, I let her go you, on. You, you didn't. Nah, I let her go on. Cause I mean, shit, whole time I only put five dollars in the tank. So you saw me walk in, and give a quarter to the man for some gas. You saw me put five dollars in my tank. Where the fuck do you think I had twenty dollars for you at? 
I mean, you was considering it. You was looking at all your finances. I, I ain't going to lie. I was hoping that the barber was back because I was going to say, hey, <laughs> <laughs> cash at me a dub real quick. Dead. Let me. Nah, I just play it. You know, if it, if, if it was for a dub. Right? Yeah, I was going to say. If it was some snaggle tooth head right there, G. I probably wasn't going to fold for it. <laughs> like, like, like I told y'all before the interview, if it was like, hey, 150, like, oh. Okay, you might be a little exclusive here. Maybe <laughs> some Hollywood here. You know, yeah, that might that might not be okay. Like we might, you know. Yeah. But twenty dollars now, baby, I can't. Nah, <laughs> that, that, that just sounds dirty to me. Like I can't. Nah, nah, nah. It's like you, you, you asking for gangrene yeah. on your neck or something. But you know, everybody on the Facebook, they going on the comments and shit. I'm like, oh, let me let them have fun. And like shit, y'all. Y'all take it away. They like, damn, you've been gone for three hours now. Y'all must be, y'all, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, y'all go ahead and have fun with the story, man. I'm so, so before we get too deep and, and too viral into how, how uh, popular Mr. Baby Spike Lee is. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Children of Immigrants Podcast. I am the man with the plans going to always keep it 100 grand. Uh, K-Dot, a.k.a. the Nigerian Therapist, a.k.a. Deuce of the Juice. Rafael De La Ghetto, if you know your Fresh Prince, you understand the reference. Uh, side nigga Sundays that gets you ready for main niggas on Monday so everybody involved can have a fun day on their day. I am he, the reigning side nigga of the year, yes. Uh, today is a very special day in the 2B Trap Studios. I'm here with some uh, up and coming new faces in Hollywood. Well, actually, some pretty established faces in Hollywood, if you ask me, based on shit that they've done before. Uh, we gonna get into that later. But I am here with my homeboy from childhood that apparently has known me since he was like little kids <laughs> i don't remember this but hey i beat him in first place in a, in a, spill, in a, in a, in a spilling me trophy according to him so that, that that confirms it uh and of course here with her directorial debut ladies and gentlemen the beautiful miss nia and baby spike lee divorce <laughs> himself Thank you, thank you for having, having us. Man. What is up? What Jake's is up? Welcome, welcome, welcome. I, I, this is a long-awaited episode, um, because y'all have an up-and-coming project. But before we even get into that Midwesterners uh, project that y'all gonna get into, um, why don't y'all tell people a little bit about you know where y'all come from, how y'all kind of got started in, in the acting, Hollywood directing, producing roles that you guys are in. Who, whoever want to go first? Let's start it off, ladies oh. first. Okay, well, hi guys. I'm Nia. Um, I'm from Columbus, Ohio. And um, I've been performing for since I was knee high to the grass high. Okay. <laughs> you got old parents. Yeah. <laughs> A country saying, I guess. So. <laughs> but um, no, I've been uh, performing, uh, singing, uh, dancing, acting since I was young. Word. Um, I was with performing arts middle school. Word. And then I uh, went to a STEM high school. Yeah. Okay. Um, a little. You know, rigorous or whatever, but um, <laughs> uh, decided to pop out to Chicago for college. Been here since what, 2013. That's when I graduated high school, so I've been out here for a minute. True. And I went to uh, Columbia College, Chicago. True. Shout out to Chicago. <laughs> <One of those. laughs> um, but now I went there for a musical theater and film, and I've just been working ever since. Um, yeah. So what uh what has been your favorite? Because I heard you say you've done a little acting, you've done dancing. Now you get into oh, yeah, yeah. So what, what, yeah, what, so what's your favorite? Uh, when I studied musical theater at Columbia, um, that is singing, acting, dancing, mm-hmm. and, you know, well rounded and all of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I've always been really good at each of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been more focused these days on my acting. Um, okay. And then I worked at the Chicago Actors Studio a couple years back, um, where I was assistant director. Um, under 
Mr. Ed Fogel. Okay. It's pretty raw. Um, it was really fun. It really like showed me how I like being on stage. I like being in front of the camera, but I'm like, I kind of like you know, being behind more yeah, being behind, <laughs> behind the scenes. scenes. Like, yeah. <laughs> Don't want the camera to spotlight on you. Yeah. Like that. Like, I feel like, you. Hmm, I kind of really like that. So. Um, yeah, ever since then, I've been, I also write, so okay. I write my own um, short films or different things like that. I haven't produced any of them yet. Okay, but, okay. Um, you know, I'm trying to get that together. True. Um, that's some production assistant work. True. Um, yeah, just, I do a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Jack of all trades. I do trades. a lot of stuff. Jack of all <laughs> trades. I draw. Uh, <laughs> I sew. You whistle. All the shit. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I do a lot. I do a lot. Why don't you do? Um, you do wax too, right? Yeah, I'm a esthetician as well. Yeah. True. Yep. Jill of all trades. We, I'm, yeah. a, I'm happy for you. I'm, I'm here. You. I'm here Thank for you. it. I'm here for. We just trying to work, man. You know, I'm here to see my my queens. You know, having having a yeah. hands in many pots, doing a lot of different I things. I just sent the audition off today. Uh, yeah. My agent uh, had me send one off the other day for voiceover. Ooh, um, talking about her agent and voiceovers. Yeah, I'm trying to um, SE agency. Right. Pretty raw, you know. I got big. I got big wigs in the studio today. I feel, to I, feel, I feel small. So okay. She a, she a real deal, man. <laughs> trying to get somewhere. I, I need to get an agent one day, man. Like she gone. Oh, shit, you are the agent. <laughs> no, seriously. You like, everybody's plug. Shit. Like, <laughs> Yo. <laughs> no. Shit. T- t- tell them how you got in, the, in this space, baby Spike Lee. Oh man, you made. Oh man. Uh, what, what, what brought you to the field? The, the industry of film, acting, producing, writing, everything else you that know, you do. To be honest with you, man, it started back in fifth grade. It really started back in fifth grade. Where? Um, I was in SOC. Mm. And like, I just wanted to, I wanted to be an actor, but I wanted to make projects. True. So, you know, it was other kids in the class that wanted to be actors. So I drafted up a proposal. Went to the principal like, yo. You did this shit in fifth grade? Man, fifth grade. I, I, I felt the letter recently, but I lost it again. Damn, like, man. Like, yeah, I drafted a whole letter, bro, to go start up a drama club in the fifth grade, like at Salk. Damn. And like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I can, though. I don't know, bro, since I've been, like, a, a, like, really young. Like, I've always been, like, a boss like i don't, I don't yeah. know it's just like I, I i hate to be saying it like that but like i just always had an entrepreneur mind like i always been like a boss like so fifth grade proposed that they approved it had me get a teacher sponsor like all that shit fifth grade by the Sweet. time i got to seventh grade mm-hmm. i was at hoof they had a drama uh you went to hoof yeah i didn't know that okay. yeah i went to hoof they had a they had a, a drama uh class already you know, I start becoming like the top in the class and I'm acting in all the plays mm-hmm. like to the point of where like the school, if they wanted to do special announcements and shit, like they come in to get me out the class to do the special announcements through the school. Mm. Now, that took off to me getting in high school. I remember getting to high school and I'm noticing like, yo, is it, it, now at this time before I get to high school, like I'm already starting to like film little things in the backyard of my pops, yeah, like, yeah, my yeah. cousins and things like this. Sure. You know, me starting to get that. Mm-hmm. But I always been a hustler, like trying to get <laughs> to the bread. So I got to Central, we're yeah, Central, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And me and my boy, you know William, William Snell. Oh yeah. So my boy, so my me boy. and William, right? I walk in, I say, hey, bro, welcome, come with me to the principal office. I'm about to try and get a contract out of them for us to get some money about it. He like, bro, what? Not you finessing Miss Maceo Rainey bro, and shit. <laughs> no, this before Rainey came in. This is the, the old lady principal while they was doing the renovation still. Still, okay, okay. Rainey, Rainey just... 
grandfathered my contracts in. Damn. He just let my contracts stay. That's a plug. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Hey, shout out to Maceo hey, Rainey and hey. anybody from Rich Central who knows the story of Maceo Rainey. Hey, shout shout, out, to, hey, shout Mr. out to that legend. Hey, Mr. Rainey had my back, bro. Like, Man. what's you call it? Like, so we go in. To be early is to be on time. To bro. be on time is to be late. To so, be late is so to we go never in, right? tried or whatever. And I sit, down, I sit down with the principal and I'm like, yo, I see y'all got games, <laughs> y'all got assemblies, y'all got all this stuff going on. Me and my boy, I'm pitching me and Will. Mm. Now, Will don't do none of the filming. He don't mm. do shit. Mm. But I'm just like, this my boy. I'm going to make sure if I get a bag, he's going to get a bag. That's I don't love. give a fuck. Like, That's he can just love. carry my tripod, but I'm going to get him a bag <laughs> still. love. Like, I'm talking about getting us out of class early, all that shit, bro. They gave, gave me a contract. Why didn't you find me, bro? You ain't even remember me. I remembered you in high school, not from childhood. No, he started to remember me in high school. Started to remember me. He forgot that he beat me in, in the spelling man, bee. Man. But so what you call it? So they give me this contract. Like, yo, your production company will be in charge of filming everything in the school. And you did. And I you did. So that's why, that's why when y'all was at Central, y'all saw me with the camera all the time because yeah. Central had a contract with my company when yeah. I first walked in yeah. to film everything in that school. I built their archive. Bro, the you time hit the there. fucking ground running. Bro, the moment. That's why I was really in lunch because Shit. I'm... I'm in meetings with the principals and the staff. Right? Yeah, like, I was working, bro. I was on payroll. This was Spike Lee for real. <laughs> so, so what you call it? So, I started realizing, like, man, high school just ain't for me. It started becoming, like, it was just getting in my way, I felt like. Yeah, because you weren't, like, a student. You had a job in high school. Yeah, That's yeah, why? Like, you know, I had a, I was, and then on top, so on top, of me, on top of me operating for the school, that was a master contract. Mm. But then the teams, like the football team, yeah, the yeah, best, yeah, yeah, like yeah. those teams, then the coaches start hitting me like, so all the highlights hey, Little Spike, and game, yeah. Because y'all all start calling me Little Spike. Because that's who the fuck you were. So they like, hey, hey, Little Spike, you know, can you come film the football games and make the highlight tapes? Yeah. Bro? So I'm starting to make bread doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So boom. And all the athletes was coming to you saying, get their highlights yeah, together you know for their scholarship for so scouting and I'm shit. I'm doing yeah. all that, bro. So what you call it? So we, uh, I'm like, man, I'm wasting my time here now. Uh, I need to get out of school early. So they pitched me a plan. Like, man, go to summer school, take an English class. Mm. Summer school so you can get your four years out for English, the requirement, and you can leave. I left in December, went to Columbia. Three, four, no, I say six months after I got to Columbia, I was a professional in the industry. Damn, bro. Like, it flipped that quick. Because that was that story I told you about me walking yeah, down the street yeah, that day. Yeah, and they yeah, was yeah. like, hey, T. You want to come work? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, fuck it. And, and then I went to go work on Shameless. So. I'm working with Shameless. See? I'm in the studio. I'm in the fucking studio. Extra. Rubbing elbows with fucking hot. You was an extra on Shameless? Yeah. But I had to do some camera time. All right. So, <laughs> before, before we get into the specific project, man, you guys. Episode 11. Season what? Episode 11? Season 9, episode 11. All right, See, cool. and I think I was in a season 4. Season See? Five, something like that. All right. So. Yeah. Before we get into specific projects that you guys have worked on, how do the two of you guys run into each other? How, how do y'all know each other? How did y'all join up? You know what? We never ran into each other before we started working with each other. It was like, oh, I know what happened. So one of our mutual friends, I saw them post photos or something or a video or something that she had did for yeah. them. Mm. I was recording self-tape. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. There you go. <laughs> for sure. So <laughs> she recorded a self-tape for our mutual friend. Okay. The mutual friend posted it on her Instagram. I saw it. I hit her up like, yo, what's to your friend? Like, you know, I want to give her some work. Blah, blah, mm. blah. She like, 
I don't even know what the response was, but long story short, I ended up connecting with her. Mm-hmm. And and you know, at the time, my 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 company was doing self tapes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's like I don't feel like doing them no more. Mm-hmm. So if I got if I could find somebody to bring in that's doing them already, mm-hmm. and now I'm bringing them more work, so now they getting paid more than whatever they was doing. I boom, so I found found that like boom, hey, let's do it. But my client that I had kept flaking. Mm-hmm. Like I was talking about, like she flaked like three times and shit like that. <laughs> And so, professional. But, but what I did was, every time that she flaked, I knew it wasn't her fault. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. Nia's fault. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why would I make her pay for the shit? Yeah, or yeah. make her suffer for yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know, like as an independent artist, bro, we plan for our money, man. Sure. So it's like <laughs> that's real. So it's like regardless if it's fifty dollars, a hundred dollars, twenty dollars, you're gonna take it. Yeah, you know, and, and, and you're gonna think to yourself, hey, I'm gonna make twenty dollars tonight. I'm gonna make fifty dollars. Right, tonight. right, right. So when my every time my client would flake, I would at least make sure that Nia got Something. whatever it was yeah, that yeah, she yeah. was supposed to get. So yeah, if it was a hundred dollar job coming through. I make sure she got a hundred dollars. Right, just make sure she like, walk away. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 like on that. So yeah, building that business report. Yeah, real, so real, then it got to real. a point like where it was just kind of locked in. I think one time she thought it was kind of weird, and she was like, "Yo, I think you." She yeah, she hit our mutual <laughs> oh friend up like, "What's two, bro? Like, why he keep sending me the bread?" <laughs> <laughs> like, really nice, but like, yeah, like she like what? Like that's kind of weird, bro. And I like I had to hit her like, "Gee, no, it's all love, bro. Like it's literally yeah, just me, yeah. like." <laughs> I'm just being cool, bro. T- like, TJ always been one of those people that always took care of his people. Yeah, you know, like, you always look out for your people. Jay. So after that, we was cool. Then I brought it to a big gig, and then it was like we just locked in from there. Like okay. we're solid, bro. For sure. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Have y'all worked on anything together prior to this current project that y'all working on? Not, not in no. this type of aspect. No, yeah, I um, wrote um, this. What, what I thought was going to be a short film that he told me basically was a pilot mm-hmm. or should be a series. Okay. Um, and we started mm-hmm. that. Well, I started that, but I never finished it. Um, so that was like the first thing he he told me he would probably like help me produce. So I was just like, okay, cool, whatever. And then from there, he asked me, hey, do you want to act in this or do you want to direct? He really came to me like, hey, I have this directing opportunity for you. And I'm like, okay, what's up? <laughs> right, 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 right. And then now, I, I started this. reading it. Right, listen yeah. to this part, right. I started reading the script. I'm like, hmm, I can see myself playing this, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do I right. want to act? And then he gave me the option. Do I want to act? Do I want to direct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I don't know. I have to pray on that. I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, but then I was just like, you know, this can get me into different doors um, than... Um, acting mm-hmm. on top of the fact like I like uh, I like doing both I love doing both mm-hmm. acting is like my number one crap I love acting mm-hmm. but directing with me being an actor mm-hmm. and then directing it just allows me to really like understand um, the crew more um, okay. really understand and really get a feel for like what I should be doing what I'm yeah, say. Yeah. Um, just having that you know that respect for yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone honestly and then um, how I would want to be viewed as a director. Yeah. I'm the actors because a lot of people just think, oh, we're just paid talent, we're just here. Right. Like, no, like, you have to respect us as well. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. just making sure that I give my actors, my crew that mm-hmm. respect, you know, mm-hmm. feel like a family. Um, you know, just making them feel like they can come to me yeah, and yeah, yeah. ask me a question. Like, sometimes you're scared as an actor to mm-hmm. go up to the director and ask them anything. Because like, the big name or Yeah, yeah. And not even that, not even the big name. Like, it should never be 
you're scared to come up to me because I'm this big name. It's always the energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Why is it that your is, energy yeah. is so mm-hmm. off-putting that I'm even nervous to approach you if I'm working yeah. with you? Yeah. I should never feel that way. So I, I really hope that um, with anyone that I encounter, they don't feel that way when they're working with me. They can come to me, ask me anything, and I'm, I'm not going to be like, oh, go ask this person. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like girl, like, you're doing way too much. <laughs> like, come on now. Like, that's respect. Have some humility. Like, that's respect. So, you know, so, so that's you, what I try to aim to do. Um, with this new little venture, as yeah. far as directing. Would you, when you know how to do everybody's job, you know, you know the different shit that everybody's gonna go through. You know the different yeah. things that they're responsible for, and you know how mm-hmm. to communicate to them what it is you need out of them, and how to better help them achieve whatever the overall goal for everybody oh, yeah, is. Kind sure. of thing. On that note, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. Uh, we'll be back with more of the Children of podcast. Stay tuned. Uh, you was getting into it a little bit earlier, but what 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 are some of the projects that you've personally worked on up to this point in your as career? far as directing? Both directing, writing, um, acting, whatever. P- so as PAs, far as directing, my first thing, okay, <laughs> <laughs> the very very first uh, acting gig that I had was at the church, but then after that, <clears throat> I started um, in middle school. I played Michael Jackson. I used to be obsessed with Michael Jackson and the Wiz, and that you know. I don't know. I just always liked playing like different characters. So the fact that that was a male character and I had to sing and dance and really become Michael Jackson for that role, really like, I'm like, wow. You was easing on down the road and shit. Respect. So respect. That just really made me fall in love with uh, the art. And from then, um, in high school, I had this project I had to do and. And high school is where I fell in like fell in love with film. Mm-hmm. Like we had to create a. Um, do y'all remember uh, Alan Edgar Allan Poe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we had yeah. to read all his stories and different things like that. So we chose the uh, Murders in the Rue Morgue, mm-hmm. and we had to um, kind of create like a short film. Okay. I'm gonna tell y'all what it is. <laughs> y'all be trying to search it. You know what I'm saying? But it may or may not still be up on YouTube. Just give us the gist of what it, it was, was about. <laughs> honestly, I can't even tell you, but I basically killed somebody. It was the fact that I watched oh. it not too long ago, and right. they used a clear butter knife. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. We used a clear okay. butter knife. Okay. We had ketchup. It was thick. Oh, it was there was nothing that Yeah, like it was just so amateur, but it was so like before its time. Uh-huh. And I don't know. I love it still. Although, like, <laughs> it was cringy to watch. You better take pride in your work. Okay. <laughs> you better take pride in your work. Yeah, that's um, something that really made me fall in love with like film. And I'm like, oh my god, mm-hmm. if we could if we did this and our teacher loved this, then other people will like other things that we write. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, all right. I want to start writing more, and then with me being a taller African American woman, uh-huh. dark skin. On top of that, uh-huh. um, I'm like the callback queen, like especially in uh, college. There you go. So it's not that I didn't have the talent or anything. It might just be I didn't have the look. I wasn't short enough. I wasn't light enough or mm-hmm. some shit like that. But um, that I was solution. always getting into the rooms, but then it's just like mm. you're not exactly what we're looking for. Yeah, no, but thing. seriously, so yeah. I'm just like. I'm gonna start writing for myself. Yeah. Clearly, you're not trying to have me on the list. Right. So, that's really how, like, I really started, to be completely honest. Okay. And then wanting to have that diversity and then really want to be able to connect with people. Um, and, like, just be 
just have a different energy, bring a different energy to the industry. Like, everyone's so uptight sometimes. <laughs> and I, I understand it's very stressful, but like, when I think of film and acting and all those things, I think this is like my outlet, and I don't want to be on a set with people who are just rude making it harder than it needs to yeah, be. Just yeah, just like, I mean, like, yo, this is the arts. Yeah, like, yeah. you're making it so much harder than it needs yeah. to be. Get yourself done when it needs to be done. Yeah. Then everything else will fall into place. And then we can bring the energy today. Just like, like, yeah, yeah. pre production yeah, or whatever. Bring it all together. They make it and stressful. They make it no so reason. stressful. <laughs> like, no reason. So before we get into some of the complications of, of, of working with Hollywood in general or just in the industry in general, uh, TJ, what are some uh, <laughs> things that you've done in the past, some <laughs> different projects, uh, whether as a writer, director, PA, stunt oh, double, man. guest appearance, whatever? Because <laughs> you've done a lot. From man, the man, shit we've talked man. about in the, scene, in the behind the scenes, man, you've been a part of a lot of cultural staples, man, that I would have never guessed. Man, you know... Uh... Yeah, I've I've touched so many sets, bro. Like, so many sets. And um, this nigga worked literally with Spike Lee on Chirac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of like I'm trying like that story was just so crazy on like how they even happened, bro. Because it was like the industry we always know who's coming to town Mm -hmm. months before they come (laughs) to town. So it's like. When Spike was on his way in, yeah. the same woman that called, like that came out that trailer to come and grab me uh-huh. to do Shameless, uh-huh. called my phone. Like, hey, Spike Lee coming in town. Uh, I haven't been hired on yet, but I'm I'm pretty sure they're gonna hire me on. Do you want to come in? The confidence she had at that time, though. Nah, she she a big deal. She a big deal, bro. Like really big deal. For sure. And, and she a black woman. Shout out to her. Whatever like, her name like, is. Shout super out to big her. deal, bro. Like, um. But whatchamacallit, like, she wasn't, and she wasn't even at the rank that she at now. Like, at, mm. at the rank she was back then, she was what you call a um, second AD. So, with a second AD, a second AD is a second assistant director. So, their job is, like, they monitor the call sheets and, mm. you know, like, paperwork and mm. things like that. Mm. For, like, to, 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 to make sure that, like, Everybody motherfuckers that need to be there are there on time and they like they gotcha. they run that type of shit right gotcha, gotcha. but the second ad is also like in control of like the production assistants okay. so like she'll hire all of the pas mm-hmm. that need to be like there to do anything so mm-hmm. like if we like i mean we we was on 63rd and like i forgot what we was on 63rd and something and you know, we got undercovers and all that yeah, shit, yeah, but the yeah. PAs, we're like the first force. Like, we're the first mm-hmm. front. Mm-hmm. Like, police, we don't call the police in unless some shit get to a level where we Y'all couldn't subside. Yeah, right, like, right, right. if we can't subside it and our security can't subside it, then the police have to get involved. Yeah, yeah, and, you yeah. know, we got undercovers because Spike Lee is there. Right, right, so, right. So, it was one day, like, she had some of us PAs locking up the alley. You know, then we had to lock up another street and all that shit. Like, it was one day, me and one of my homies, we met because we was locking up his grandma's house, like, her block. Mm-hmm. And, like, Nick Cannon was out there with us and everything. And it was one house that was, like, too noisy. So, like, they telling me, like, I'm the only black PA. <laughs> I'm the only black PA. Go take care of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you quick. know, I'm the only black PA. So, they trying to send me down. Like, yo, hey, T, go down there. Go, go down to that house. And I was small, like right. I was, I'm smaller than this. Like, right. So I'm like, <laughs> y'all want me? Yeah, y'all want me to fail this guy? Like, the frailest nigga? Y'all want me to do what? <laughs> this man, this man, this man. So you know what I did? I go down there, I get him the head nod. Yeah. I ain't say shit. I sat, <laughs> I sat right there next to them. Like 
They were still making a little noise, but uh-huh. you think I'm gonna tell eight, nine of these motherfuckers to quiet down <laughs> and y'all still y'all two hundred feet away from me. If they go crazy, it's still it's still gonna take y'all at least thirty seconds right. to run to me. Right. So no, I'm not gonna get big with it. So what, what happened is they still got they still talking. Nick Cannon and them just walked down. Nick Cannon uh, and Spike. They both walked down on the house. And those are names that everybody fucking knows. Yeah, so you know, yeah. like I'm, I remember it was one day I witnessed Spike. We walking to go get breakfast. Like I had just got to set. Spike like, "At hey, walk, come with us." Like, yeah. I'm like, "All right, cool." So I go with him and his security. We going to get breakfast, and we walk in. Like you remember where the shrine is, right? Yeah. The shrine used to be. Yeah. We're walking towards the shrine, bro, and like motherfuckers are literally. Hopping out of their car. Hey, Spike. Because it's fucking Spike. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what, what's his favorite sports team? The Knicks? Is yeah, the yeah, yeah, the Knicks. Like, they hopping out like, yeah, you think the Knicks going to take the Bulls? Is he like, they talking yeah, shit. Yeah, like, of course. But, like, man, so that was, like, one of my, like, I, I say, like, that was my a good experience for me. But they overworked me. I had to quit, bro. Like, I had to quit. Like, oh, shit. The, the work condition was just too bad for me. Oh, yeah, what they do to production yeah. assistants, right. man, so, they so, so, so let's get into that. Yeah. <laughs> For the layman people like me that don't really have any Hollywood connects or, or industry connects, period, PH still means you rubbing elbows with fucking upper echelons in Hollywood. So we think you still part of Hollywood. You still, we think you still did some yeah, shit. Yeah, you just, you just, yeah, like you, you right. just the bottom of the total book. Because, yeah. like, okay, for instance, with Chirac, I was a production assistant, but Amazon was running Chirac, mm-hmm. like Amazon Studio. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that some of the founders or owners of Amazon Studios are like the creators of Shrek. So when I'm sitting, bro, craziest shit in the world, I swear to God. God damn. Sitting there having lunch. I'm eating my lunch. Now, usually I'm with the PAs. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. I go with the camera people. Like, I was just cool. Like, I knew everybody. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sitting, I'm eating, and I go eat with the executive producers. Like, the executive producers. Like, shit. either I was eating with them or they came to eat with me. It was one of the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just talking. And I'm like, yeah, so what? You know, how did y'all get into this? Like, what did y'all do? Like, I'm just picking their brains. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm sure. like, y'all EPs. You know, y'all usually that to me means y'all come with the money. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. so like how did how did that happen? Like what did y'all do? He like, Oh well, you know, I created Strike. I said, What? <laughs> <laughs> he like, ain't said it so like, casual. Like so casual, bro. I'm like I'm like, what do you mean? You're like, no, I'm the creator of Strike. Like that's <laughs> Y'all the re- I'm the reason you guys know who that is. Yeah, like like that's my <laughs> like he's the executive producer creator of Strike. I'm like, what? And I think the guy next to him was also like a creator of Shrek. I'm like, hell no, bro. Like, I will still sit and watch Shrek to this day. Bro, this so, movie's timeless. So, so I guess from that, they like got into some like executive positions at Amazon. Mm. Like, so now that's where they that's where they were when I was talking to them. I'm like, damn. So like as a PA, you're the you're the like the lower level of the totem pole, mm. but like when it comes to like those community things, like everybody just know you, like y'all. For sure, for sure. Yeah. So yeah, you do rub elbows, but Which when it's time, breaking sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. when it's time for you to take orders, you just gotta take. You orders. just gotta take the orders, yeah. like um, like I was telling you when I was working with um Showtime, mm. um for all the smoke, mm-hmm. um we were breaking set, setting you know, breaking things down, um putting equipment back in the trailers or the back in the uh, vans. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you have to go pick up the equipment. Mm-hmm. You gotta go run and get something from Target for like set dressing or mm-hmm. different things like that. Like you're sent on runs. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, like I said, you break and make the set mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, I remember Matt Barnes ran into like bumped into me. He was like, oh, excuse me. And I'm just like, oh my bad. You know, like you're running around trying to get things together yeah, before, yeah, yeah. before yeah. you start shooting. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. What has been some uh, in both of you guys? What has been some of the most rewarding stuff that you've seen or done or been a part of in the industry, 
And then what has been one of your worst experiences? Mm. <laughs> Either one, whoever wants to go first. Mm. You want to go first? <laughs> Cause I know no, y'all. no, because I didn't go live. I know y'all I got might, stories. I can't even name them. So, so, all right. So, man, I guess I got some stories. So, for sure, like, uh, <laughs> take it away. One of the most rewarding experiences. I remember when I was a PA, mm-hmm. and I I went to go work on a commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I can say who it is because it's been ten years now. I was working on a BMW commercial. Shout out to BMW owners like myself. Now, BM, like commercials are commercials is a space like that has so much money, bro. Like, of course, crazy amount of money. That's and ad I, revenue, bro. I'll yeah, never yeah, yeah. forget. We shut down the streets. Uh-huh. Like it had to be like it was probably like forty PAs. Okay. Because we was we shut down blocks. Like okay. we shut down maybe like six, seven blocks. Like yeah, we shut yeah. down like a mile long of shit. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The reason we shut it down was because these motherfuckers from BMW. He's racing. No, not only were they racing uh, or doing the like fast car shit, uh-huh. but guess what? They was bringing a helicopter into the downtown and flying in between the building, G. Like, yes, like I'm talking about like you see these cars going like this and a helicopter's coming behind them just like this with a camera attached to it. I mean, that kind of makes sense how they get those kind of action yeah, shots for the commercials, like, but you never put two and two together they, like that. The, for some reason, they wanted to use a helicopter on this one. The, helic- the camera helicopter is coming down into the middle of downtown following these trucks. Like, I mean, these cars. Yeah. Like, that was dope to me. Um, another scene or another thing that was super rewarding to me. I'm trying to think. No, I'm going to just say that that was super rewarding to me. Mm-hmm. The, the thing that was the scariest thing to me. I have two of them. Okay. I got two instances that was the most scary. Go for it. Um... <laughs> Early on in my professional career, I was doing the series Chirac the Series. Yeah, it's, a, it's an independent series oh, called okay. Chirac okay. the Series, okay. right? So I'm the producer of that. It's now called This Is Not Chirac. Uh, but that I've heard. Right. That so I've now heard. we filming one day, and I guess this building that we're filming in, the parking lot, is like um, the motherfuckers that control that parking lot are BDs. Oh, shit. <laughs> so they got some type of stash going on yeah, in this parking lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't let you come back in this parking lot <laughs> because all my cameras in my my trucks are back here now. Yeah. Like I don't give a fuck about whatever this this little. I'm not yeah. gonna say what they have, but whatever section this is, I don't care about it. But they also don't care about the fact. But that they don't care. They don't care about none of that Hollywood. Like they don't care. Yeah. So my security and them are like in a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, like, this was some scary shit. Like, but I also forgot like this the series is an independent series, which means that we have real motherfuckers mm-hmm. from the city mm-hmm. in this series. Mm-hmm. So motherfuckers get wind of the fact that this is what's going on downstairs. So you got people coming out now. So now <laughs> one of one of the one of the people that's inside is a big gang member. Yeah. He come downstairs. Not you about to start a whole turf war and Bro, shit. <laughs> he come downstairs, tell one of the girls that he had with him, hey, uh, go to my truck, go get my shit real quick. There it is. I heard him. Yeah. Go to my truck. Go get my shit real quick. Show production now. We 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 so, back for the day, folks. And he, and he Everybody go home. So like he tells us, he like he like, hey, all of y'all just stay stay back real quick. Yeah. Let me go out and him. Yeah. So now I'm watching it. Of course. Of course, I'm watching. <laughs> he walks up. He talked to him. He's like he like oh okay. He like he he like 
he de-escalated the whole thing. He mm-hmm. made our security just get out the way. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, y'all just get out the way. All they want to do is come up in here and get their shit real quick. Mm-hmm. Let them get their shit and get them out the way. But it was like so much tension in that yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you didn't know what was going to pop off. Because she going to go get his shit. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Just in case. Just in case. <laughs> yeah. Like, damn. So that was one scary. Then the, the other scary situation, I was doing this movie called Mollywood. I had Waka Flocka on set. Shout out to Waka Flocka. Man, Waka Flocka, don't <laughs> do bro. So, you know, it's low-key. We in some suburb, bro. It's supposed to be a low-key shoot. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's all interior. So, it's like, ain't nobody going to be inside with him. Blah, blah, blah. I, I, I don't even know if I had security this day. Mm-hmm. I just had my PAs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is a learning lesson for me. I just had my production assistants. And I had them locking up the door. You know, mm-hmm. cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. This man, Waka... Goes on his phone, goes on Instagram, whatever the fuck he does, and he goes live, like drops his location. Of course, and then everybody starts. Bro, within up. the next hour, there was a mob of people outside trying to just get his autograph. Yep. Off. Like it was so much commotion that the city I was in sent their police yeah. to come do crowd control because the calls start coming in from the businesses. And yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. And like that was so scary to me because it was like. I didn't know what was gonna happen. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know if people was gonna come here that had beef with. Him. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know anything, but it was like mm-hmm. so many people pulling up. Like Bodil pulled up. Like so many people Damn. just start pulling up. Okay. And it was just, that was so scary, bro. <laughs> Other than that, I ain't had no more scary situations, man. Like I've been cool. Like police try to pull up on my sets that I got like guns out and shit. Like it don't scare me anymore because it's like. I be having a city behind me now, so it's like for sure. Yeah, for sure. yeah, I'm cool now. But that, those are my scary situations. <laughs> I never had like a scary situation, but I did have like a very bad accident on stage. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> what happened? So I have um, a fake tooth now. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we would have never known Wait, that. Man. This is, I'm name dropping. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Anyway, so basically this night, so I was uh, working at the Gorilla Tango Theater at this time, and I was um, doing, we were doing a musical, and um, I played Millie Holiday. Okay. So, in my set, I had my little fur, my little, you know what <laughs> you I'm saying? I was, giving, I was very much giving Billy. Uh-huh. Okay. Had my, so my props were a chair. I had a spoon, something to shoot up with. You know what I'm saying? Little, all that. Like, no, man. Not you being a hundred percent in character. Literally, all right. I, so I feel little, it. I feel it. Um, so <clears throat> I had just got finished singing, and I was crying a little bit. Mm-hmm. So still in character, right? Feeling the spirit. Fade to black, right? Uh huh. Now this night we were supposed to have scouts in the audience, uh-huh. so who wants to make sure everything's perfect? Mm-hmm. Now my prior. Mm. They left my fur on the stage. Ooh. I was really confused. Okay. <laughs> so what did I do? It was still dark. I went to go pick up my fur uh-huh. and the chair. Uh-huh. As I'm bending down to pick up my chair, I hear people coming out. It's really dark. Mm-hmm. And as I'm getting up, I guess someone picks up the chair and hits Ooh. me in my mouth. And mm. Shit. I'm holding my mouth, right? Mind you, again, I have just finished my, my scene. I was, right, I was right. already crying. Right. I run to the back, blood gushing everywhere. Ooh. Like my lip was split in half, and then my when I say my tooth was chipped so perfectly, like it was like the perfect diagonal. <laughs> 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 like, it was it was chipped so perfectly, the blood Ooh. was just everywhere, right? So like, oh my god, oh my god, what are you crying for? Or like, why are you so loud? And then they start seeing like all the blood. Yeah, and like, oh my god. So um. Mm. I run downstairs and I call my mom. Mind you, she know how I look and she do. But <laughs> I call her and of then course. I call my dude. And then I had to get rushed to the um, 
the emergency room. Mm-hmm. But then we're like, oh, we should go to the emergency room. Let's see if we can go to an uh, emergency dental spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Long story yeah. short, all of my castmates, shout out to all of them, Eva, love you, girl. Mm-hmm. They paid uh, or they chipped in to get my tooth fixed. Oh, wow. Sure. It was so nice. That's that was, so, wow. that was beautiful. Because like, yeah, you know, when you're like, big. when yeah, you're yeah. on sets and different things, you become like family with yeah. like, the people you're working with. Yeah. Like, like, that was like really rewarding, like knowing that, like, they didn't have to do that, so maybe I was like, just like a good vibe <laughs> or something. I don't know. Maybe they did it because they felt bad or whatever the case may be. But Still, that's I felt, Yeah, no, I felt very um, grateful for that. Yeah. That they helped me with that. Um, and he going to tell me, what did he say? He was like, it's okay. I had to, uh, I got a fake tooth too. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't talking about you right now. <laughs> mind, you, mind you, two days later, so this is like a... Uh, the show the week that we're running the show yeah, okay yeah. so this is like day two or three that this happened so mm-hmm. I still have to get back on stage the next couple of days and right? do this all over again yeah I literally uh, mind you it was the weekend so I was able to get my tooth fixed what two days after this happened and I come back and I see the blood on mm. the um, in the dressing room still there I'm like are y'all kidding me yeah, yeah, I, didn't clean clean up? Up? I did not clean nothing up like are you serious uh, like yeah. how dare you yeah yeah, it was bad, but okay. um, that was pretty good. That was a cool, weird experience. What about um, one of the most rewarding that you've had up this up to this point in your career? Most rewarding, yeah. Um, I guess being assigned to my agency is pretty rewarding. Um, okay. But also, I mean, for sure, I feel like people have misconceptions about agencies. Like, oh, you're signed to an agency, you must be on. No, you still have to work. <laughs> That's how I. You still have to put in work. Like, no, like a lot of the things I've gotten is me networking with people I know. True. Um, i.e. which is the reason why I got into the age. You know what I'm saying? True, or, true. Um, you know, different things like that. But yeah, you still got to put in work because, I mean, just because you get an audition or they send you something doesn't mean you're going to get it. Mm, okay. That's a good but point. nine times out of ten, like, if the casting director has asked your agent to, you know, have you send in a self-tape or something, I mean, they're interested in you. It just depends on if they're going to pick you or not. That's um, real. That's but real. I worked with um david johnson and carla stillwell on my first like i guess i was a i wasn't an extra so that mm-hmm. was great um <laughs> and um uh, i was at the bottom of the call list but uh, i was still on the call sheet that's all that matters that's all that matters you got paid and um <laughs> that gave me my first uh sad credit so that Damn. was pretty cool yeah true okay. true true okay. okay like a step towards that so true. that was pretty cool so yeah Yo, we didn't had uh, so much fun recording this episode. We didn't got lost in all the good conversation that uh, shit, we don't last track of time. <laughs> so as always, this right here is gonna be another two part episode. I know y'all love watching these different clips and listening to these different parts, but uh, yeah, part two is gonna be dropping on the next air date. You know, it's gonna be a lot of good conversation, a lot more to touch on, a lot more that we left off on in this past episode. So definitely make sure you stay tuned and listen to that. Um, but before you go, I will leave you guys with their box with their box segment. Um, I will say I'm actually proud of how this one turned out. This is definitely a a much better, much more ain't shit box segment. So I'm I'm glad it panned out the way it did. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, y'all stay tuned for part two. Until next time. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, this right here is the box.
block. Told him for a 12 for a swap. Buzzing all the bells out the box. I just hit a lick with the box. Had to put the stick in the box. Pour up the whole damn field. I'ma get lazy. I got the mojo deal. We been trapping like the A's. She said the nigga so. So. If y'all can hear the music, uh, I'm gonna paint this scenario. This is a fan favorite segment, my personal favorite of the show. Uh, this is the box. This is where I see exactly how ain't shit my guests are on any given moment of the year. Uh, how it works is, man enters your house, right? You allow him in your house. You don't shoot him on principle. He's a complete stranger. You don't fucking know him, but he's dressed in all black like Morpheus. He comes in your house. He sits down on your coffee table, presents a box. In this box, there is a button, right? You press this button, you get anything in the world that you have ever wanted, that you've ever desired, that you've ever thought about getting. We're talking about real, tangible shit. Things that can actually happen. So, million dollars, new house, big ass mansion, number one movie product, stuff like that, right? Caveats to this game is, one, the thing you ask for has to be real. It has to be something that can actually happen. So, not like I can fucking fly. I can be invisible. Oh, I, 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 I can be. I can be a mutant. Okay, okay. That's the that's second. That's the second caveat. You can't bring anyone from the dead because the catch is the minute you press this button, someone in the world is going to die, and you have no control over who it is. You don't. You may or may not know who it is. It could be a complete stranger all the way across the world in Timbuktu. It could be your homegirl on the couch sitting right next to you. And you got it. You have, you have to say something Yeah. You press the button, someone in the world dies. That's how you get what you want. If you don't press the button, then you die. Oh. Oh, so you gotta press the button then. If you want to not die, yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> a caveat. So, some of the answers in the past that people have told me that they would press this button for are, uh, my homegirl said she just wanted a pizza lunch What? Just says she wanted a pizza lunch, but she didn't want shit else. She just wanted a fucking big, She's big box a lunch. Simple person, a simple I'm person. not mad at her. Okay. One of my other homeboys said he wanted to be uh, a Dubai prince. To be in the desert racing Ferraris and shit over there in Abu Dhabi. Okay, okay. Another homeboy said he wanted to be one of those toxic Instagram uh, massage models that be massaging <laughs> girls all over the Instagram and shit. He just wanted oh, to do that. Sick. He just wanted to do that for <laughs> right, a day. Right. Okay. <laughs> he just wanted to do that for a day. So these are the kind of answers that people have come up with so far. Okay. So, okay. I asked my guests today, what are y'all going to press the button for? What is going to make y'all say, fuck these kids, and press that button? Well, it's not, it's not fuck these kids because only one person is passing away, right? But it could be a kid. You don't know. I know. You have no fucking clue who it's going to be. Man, it's easy. I'm going to just have to pray that it's not my son and press the button and let's see. So how much money are you pressing the button for is the oh. question. Because money could be could be just a dollar. Give me a bill. A, a bill. Billion. A bill. A bill. A bill. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. I mean, I can't actually all the money in the world. I mean, you could if you want. If you, it's, it's a tangible thing. You could get all the money in the world. You limited yourself at a billion though. Okay. You capped off at a billion. I need I need something that I can like that I could just sit back on the couch and be like, man, that's gonna be that. Uh-huh. So I I need I need I, I press the button if I can get like 35, 40 percent stake in uh, SpaceX and Tesla. Oh, Tesla. 
Just give me the equity. Okay. So that way that check just keep coming all right, in. All what, right. What's that like? 300, 300 million? Something that nature, like yeah. On, on a 30%? Like that's 300 million. Yeah. Right? I love that. Okay, okay. I see. Shit, I see. it might be more than that, but. Yeah, something like that. Like I, I see you thinking like like you know. No, now you want to take the bet. All right, so yeah, if you, if, if you're not taking the bill, what, what, what would you want to replace it instead with the bill? All right, see, I like I, I dig that. I dig that. I dig that. <laughs> so, so the answer I have, I personally have historically always have said is along those lines. Let me get all my debts erased in life ever. So, I'm talking student loans. I'm talking credit cards. I'm talking motherfuckers I owe five, ten dollars to on the street. Every single debt I've ever had in my life up to this point erased, gone. Period. That that does bring some like peace. Right. That brings a lot of peace. But. On a more ain't shit answer, if I had one, uh, I just want to get Rihanna pregnant. Oh. I just want to get Rihanna oh. pregnant. That's it. Hey, angry. Rihanna is pregnant. I know. Not with my baby, though. Well, I want, I want my baby. Yes, she is. Huh? They said I got a kid. Right. Well, she's like, she's like, you know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> I got to find this out right, right now. Like, yeah. Let me put my seed in Rihanna so that I can be taken care of for life. That's that's yeah. 18 years and she gonna look after me and him. God damn right. It's fucking Rihanna. <laughs> Give me a savage fancy deal. But then, damn, but you don't get to take custody of the kid. I don't need to. It's fucking Rihanna. She has the money to take care of both of us. <laughs> Why do I need to take care of the kid? <laughs> the fuck? You gonna be a stay at home dad? Yes, I will be a steadman. <laughs> I will be a steadman happily for Rihanna's baby. Yes. <laughs> yes. I would press the button for either one of those two options. That's me. I said I said either or, either or. What you mean? Either I want all my debts erased, or I want oh, to have you, my baby. Yeah, 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 one yeah, or the yeah, other. Yeah, those yeah, are the two yeah, things yeah, I would press it for. Yeah, that's me. That's me. So if I had a second option, it would be to like have the biggest film production company. I thought you were going to say something completely different. What you talking about? Something very inappropriate. Continue, my bad. <laughs> my bad. Nah, no, had the biggest film studio like in the world. No, it, 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 that's the win. That's the win. <laughs> I appreciate you. Yo, yo, yo. So. Hey, y'all want to hear that gas station story? Ladies and gentlemen, before we get to that, that is the box. <laughs>